Hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. With me as always, why did I say it like that? Podcast. <laughs> with me as always is my wonderful co-host, Adrian McMillan. That's me. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. Happy Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, yes. How was your Thanksgiving? You say Thanksgiving. I say Thanksgiving. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. <laughs> like umbrella. 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 And you say umbrella. Umbrella. I feel like we talk about this all the time. Um, mm-hmm. Thanksgiving was very, very nice. Very nice. Not as stressful as I thought it was going to be. Um, towards the end, it's always a mad dash because you're trying to get everything on the table at the same time. But here, there was no pressure. You know what I mean? I'm sure my mom felt the same way. She had no pressure. Like last year when you, Curry, or you, Jared, and Patrick were watching us cook. Yes, definitely. <laughs> you know, this time it was me and Patrick collaborating together. Like it should be. Right. And that was nice. And so my mom and Derek ate at home maybe like 30 minutes before we started eating. So we were FaceTiming with them when they were eating and then they FaceTimed with us for a few minutes while we were eating. So that was really nice. Uh, what did was the best thing that you ate? The best thing that I ate slash made, I would say was probably, I mean, truly everything came out perfect. Like there's not, that's not really, I don't like to brag, but it, nothing <laughs> had a problem, thankfully. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, everything was good. I would say, honestly, I was just more impressed with the turkey just because I really had never made that on my own. But Patrick, what would you say? What was your favorite? The what? Oh, Patrick's favorite was the gravy, which was really, really delicious. Um... Do you like dark gravy or light gravy? Ours was relatively dark, but so the process of me making our gravy was inspired by what me and my mom did last year where we made it fully from scratch, like turkey stock, everything. You know what I mean? There was no substitutions in there. Um, Uh So that, I think, when you make your turkey stock, I was basically boiling you know, the mirepoix, as they say, the holy trinity of vegetables, (laughs) which is celery, carrots, and onions, Mm -hmm. with herbs and thyme and rosemary and garlic. And you just put a buttload of water, and I put two turkey legs in there and boiled them for and simmered them for like three hours. And you strain it, and then you have that really rich, deep-colored turkey stock. So that technically, I guess, is a dark color. And then you add it to your little roux in the pan and just let it go for a little while. And it comes out so good. It sounds good. Yeah. I mean, we did it last year, too. So, I mean, that's it was basically the same gravy. So you've Maybe. tasted it. I'm sorry, you go. I was saying you've tasted that gravy because we made it last year. Oh, yeah. And it was delicious last year. Exactly. Maybe your TikTok should have been cooking. Yeah, I just don't make TikToks frequently enough. Like I said, had I known it a year ago, I probably would be famous by now. Now, have you seen Scott Nicholson, our friend Scott Nicholson's uh, TikTok? I didn't. Did he it go viral? He followers in like a week. From doing? Drawing. He draws? Well, you know, he was an artist. 
That's no. what he was doing in L.A. He was drawing stuff. <gasps> For what? Like movies and stuff? Well, yeah, he had something with, um, I want to say Warner Brothers or Paramount. I don't know. I don't want to speak on it. But he can really draw. Like, he draws on marker boards. So he draws, like, a lot of it's been, like, Disney characters or whatever, but he does it really quick on a marker board. Wow. But, I mean, he really can draw. <gasps> I need to look it up. Yeah, I'll send it to you after this. You know, my thing on TikTok has been commenting on people's TikToks, like, as soon as I see them. And so, like, yesterday I commented on this one where this family was, like, acting something out, but it looked very real. And I commented saying, get get your mom an agent now. And I got, like, 900 likes in five seconds. Oh, my God. Yeah, and that's happened a few times. So you just have to be quick. And I like doing that. I don't, maybe I don't like posting content. I just like commenting crazy things. The most, I told you, was that one where I commented and they got, like, 23,000 likes. <laughs> And what did you say? I can't say it on this. Oh, you'll have to remind me later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, geez. What was the Sometimes best thing? I comment on the housewives stuff and people, and it gets a lot of likes on Instagram. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the thing. Because people are looking through comments, especially on TikTok, Instagram, yada, yada, yada. Oh, Rachel, almost every TikTok she sends me, she's like the comment. Yeah. And she's right. Yeah, it always is. People go in. What was the best thing you ate slash made? Well, I didn't make nothing. <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me touch anything. She and I can't even. I mean, I was just it was good. Everything was delicious. Um, she made green bean casserole. That was really good. Mm. Um. We picked up food for my aunts on Saturday. That was pretty good. Oh, we talked about that last time. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, it was good. The She made a broccoli and cheddar casserole. Mm. That was really good. I told you. I zoomed in on the picture you sent me. It's <laughs> that. Shot of that. <laughs> yes. That looked delicious. It was good. Yeah. Um, but I ate too much. I mean, I wanted to be sick. <laughs> Been there before. Amen. (laughs) Um, But it was, you know, it was it was a weird day. But I mean, it was, you know, better than a lot of people were able to experience. So I'll take that. Yeah. Or based on my Instagram, nobody experienced because everybody was with their families. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Traveled and flew. And these people I knew were are in Aspen and skiing and having a fabulous time. And it looks amazing. Do you want to ski again in your lifetime? Probably not. Yeah, I think I'm done. When I remember when we went, uh, me, Patrick, and my mom and Derek went to Yosemite in February. This February, which feels like a lifetime ago. And Derek uh-huh. went skiing. And I watched him for an hour and thought, I don't need to ever do that. It just it seems like too too much involved. Yes, and then think like you're. It's it's not like it's. I mean, it is fun, but it's not leisurely. You're like exercising. Yeah, like ice skating. Last time I went, I was sweating like a daggum pig. Exactly. So imagine skiing when the sun's beating down on you, and you're in all those clothes and goggles and socks and boots. If I ever find the picture, I will send it to you. The first time I ever went skiing, I looked like a mushroom. (laughs) I had like 30 layers on the top and then my legs at the bottom. So I was like a giant top 
with like little legs at the bottom. That's funny. It was bad. I only ever want to go like inner tubing. Oh yeah, now that'll do. I'd love to go to, like a res- uh, lodge and like sit by the fire. Yeah, you see, next time we go to uh, and we go to Yosemite, I would love to stay at that place again, and you can come this time. Yeah, I'd like that. Why couldn't you um, come again? Because of work. Oh right. Yeah, I you know I've made some bad decisions in my life, so it's okay. That wasn't your fault. You're right. Um. <laughs> also, I will tell you a bad decision I made this week. Which was? I paid to watch that movie Megan is Missing. Okay, I thought that was like on Netflix or something. It's not on Netflix, and apparently the guy said that they're not planning to put it on Netflix. So where so did you I buy I wanted to watch it because I had watched 15 TikToks about it. Where did you buy it? YouTube? Amazon. It was $1.99, so I mean not life or death. Uh-huh. It was one of the worst things I've ever sat through. So why is everybody talking about it being so great? I I just that's where I start to think like you know there's I'm sure you have these same moments where you're scrolling through TikTok and all of a sudden it's like I feel like old yeah so I had that it was one of those moments where I thought maybe I'm just too old to like appreciate how stupid this is maybe. I don't know maybe I like a good bad scary movie I know we've talked about this a million times but like if it's interesting or shocking or something like that, I'm into it. And like, I mean, I saw Hostel 30 years ago or, you know, not 30, but 15 years ago. And I thought it was great for the first time I saw it too. But like, this wasn't even that kind of good. It was just bad. Yikes. And the last 20 minutes is just him like burying barrels with people in them. But it's just like him digging. Uh. Yeah. Not artistic. It was just stupid. Oh, man. Well, I won't be watching. Yeah, no. Even if it's free, I think, like, find a better use of your hour in 20 minutes. I will. Um. All right. Should we get into Hillbilly Elegy? <gasps> yes. Okay. Hillbilly Elegy, streaming on Netflix, stars Glenn Close, Amy Adams, that little boy from Super 8. Gabriel Basso. And a Haley lot of Bennett. Uh, Say that again. Haley Bennett. Haley Bennett, who I was like, oh my gosh, where has she been? Right. And the girl from Slumdog Millionaire. Frida Pinto. Which I thought good for her for still playing a young person. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that Slumdog, I was like in eighth or tenth grade. No way. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> Junior. I mean, I saw it when I was still in Hillsboro. Oh, you know what? I think you're. I think that movie came out in like 2008. I love Slumdog Millionaire. <laughs> Did you love Hillbilly Elegy? No. <laughs> it's directed by Ron Howard, which that doesn't mean anything really. No, you know, so a critic said Ron Howard has a distinctive way of making bad movies feel good. And I thought that is correct. Because remember when, I mean, I feel like every time he puts out a big movie. Yeah. It's sort of like once it comes out, people are like, oh. Yeah. You know, but his name just has such prestige because, I mean, he's had a great career as an actor and as a director. Right. Um, I had read the reviews, of course, so obviously I I wasn't going in expecting it to be like a knockout. No. Um, and we've talked about this a lot before, too, is like a lot of times they build movies up to be in quotes Oscar movies. Mm-hmm. 
And that really sets them up to fail. Of course. Because had it come out three months ago and not just been like, this is Oscar bait coming out in late fall. I think it would have been less frustrating. Yeah, that's true. What did you think about it? Same idea. I I liked it. Okay. You said it perfectly. There are really good moments in it and the moments that are good are really good. But for the most part, it felt like a lifetime movie. Both you, you said it felt kind of like Richard Joel. Patrick said this feels like a Clint Eastwood movie. Just the way it was filmed felt really weird. Yeah. It wasn't written very well. The moment when Glenn Close is, which first of all, Glenn Close, that's for Meryl Streep kind of movie where it's almost like it's such a caricature that it doesn't feel like a real person anymore. Yeah. Um, she had this moment where they were passing the, where they were in the car with the funeral and she was like, that's how Hill people are mm. or whatever. And I just thought, okay, who wrote this? <laughs> you know, her looking at the report card and like nodding her head. I was like, that's how people act when they're in high school. Right. <laughs> Like, that's not a real actor doing something like that. Right. No, exactly. I agree. So there were a lot of moments where I was just like, what? And like I told you, movies like this, which five years ago would have starred Nicole Kidman, Hmm. like they start to just feel like one person calls and says, okay, I have Glenn Close. Right. And then Amy Adams is like, okay, I'm in. Right. Because there's no way they're reading that script and they're like, this is brilliant. No, I don't think so either. And if they are, then I really, I second guess their judgment. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, which in the last few years, I disagree. I think she's, everything she's come out with, I've enjoyed, I feel like. But uh, Amy Adams, she to me is like one of the best, like easily. Yeah. And she's so good. She was great in this, I thought. Yeah. And had a lot of really good moments where I was like, wow, she's like unreal. And you know, what's interesting at the end, they show like those little family videos and pictures. Glenn, that was really excellent casting on their part. Oh, yeah. And the costume or makeup, whatever. She really looked like the grandma. The other people, I think they took a little bit too much creative liberty. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I mean, Um, homeboy doesn't look anything like the real guy. No, he was an interesting choice. And like I looked at his IMDb, he hasn't really been in a bunch of stuff in the last few years. So Right. So that's a good get wonder, for him. Yeah. I wonder where he came back up. But I I liked him it fine. I just thought like he's not on the same caliber of actors no. or acting as the other people in that movie. No. And neither was the young version of the boy. No. <laughs> and he had a lot of weight in yeah. that movie. Right. So, yeah, kid actors is a tough, especially in a movie like that where it's going to be a lot. Yeah. Like, you really have to find a good one. Yeah. Um, But I don't know. I didn't hate it. Like, when I was done, I was like, okay. It was what it was. Yeah, no, it it was not like Richard Jewell where I thought that was the worst thing I've ever seen. But Kathy Bates had that one moment at the podium where we were like, okay, she's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. There was one moment that I can't remember now where Amy Adams was doing something. I was like, I mean, this woman can act. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. Next, the we're going to talk about the finale of The Great British Bake Off. So if you haven't skip, watched it. Skip 15 or whatever the button is on the phone. Skip 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, first of all, 
you were you texted me and said Laura did not shouldn't really have been there and you're right. No, I mean I think everybody agrees with that now at this point especially with the finale. But let's be real, she was of the three of them, she was the star of the show. She's most likable 100%. And even they ended with her. Yeah. On the little catch up things at the end which I always love. Yeah. I love I mean but she's obviously a good baker. They never dinged her food as far as taste. No, but she's always doomed herself. Yeah, and it's been a mess. I feel like every episode, you know, at the beginning, they always showed the messes. Yeah. She was always in that clip package every single episode. <laughs> I said, oh, not again. I know. She. I really was rooting for her. But I did not like that when they were deliberating between all three of them at the end. They were like, okay, well, Laura's out. You know what I mean? <laughs> it was just yeah, between course. Peter and David or whatever his name was. Yes. I didn't like that. Me either. Because then she's going to go back and watch it and be like, oh, they were really, you know, S-H-I-T-T-I-N-G on me. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Adrian. <laughs> uh, exactly. And between the two guys, I honestly didn't feel either way. I thought they were both great and had very good moments and very bad moments. You see, but Peter was for sure, out of the three of them, the most qualified to win. Definitely. And young. Yes. I couldn't do anything even remotely close to that currently, much less 10 years ago. No. And that's what my mom always says. And, and even in that sense, like when there were all of them there, she says these people are technically home bakers and they know how to do all of this stuff. Like I, I consider myself a home baker. I don't know how to do any of this stuff. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, they really are all talented in one way, shape or form. Yeah, definitely. Um, my thought, my question for you is, do you like the guy from bridesmaids? Uh, yes. I like him, but there are some moments where I think he's a, di- a little different than the show. Yeah, I can see that. But I think it's a, I think he's a good balance with Noel. Noel, especially this season, he's so good. Yeah. That moment he had with Laura. Yeah. I thought, oh, this guy is so nice. <laughs> yes. But I, I do kind of miss... I feel like they could find a good female comedian, you know what I mean, to counterweight him like yes. perfectly. Whereas the the guy from Bridesmaids sometimes was just seemed a little off. I see what you're saying. Because what what was the lady's name that was with him before? Sandy. She, I thought they were a perfect team because she wasn't as silly, like slapsticky. Yeah. And Noel is goofy. Right. So it's like if you have him being goofy and then the guy who I still am just going to forget his name totally, I guess, <laughs> from Bridesmaids, he is also very silly. So then it sort of sometimes teeters a little like goofy. Yeah, 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 definitely. But I do miss Mel and Sue. Oh, I mean, how could you not? But do you miss Mary <sighs> Berry? All the time. And I was thinking last night, of course, because I'm recasting everything as I'm watching it or whenever I watched it two days ago. I thought they could bring back Mary Berry. You hear all the birds being surrounded <laughs> yes. by Daga Mary Poppins. Um, the, they could have her come back and have three judges, and I would be perfectly fine with that. Yeah, definitely. Because I, I like Prue. Yeah, but do you think they are would battle each other, like conflict against one another? I don't think so. I've read. I mean, I've read some stuff where she was very complimentary of her, so I don't think that they're like against each other like that. Yeah. 
I don't want to think about Mary Berry not being nice. <laughs> no, I'm the same way. Because she seems like the nicest person that's like ever lived. Yeah, definitely. Um. Okay. Next, we're going to talk about Sean Mendes in Wonder. <gasps> it's a documentary on Netflix, and it's about his tour slash little bit of time after the tour, which we saw. Yes, this was the tour we saw him on twice. Did it give you chills watching it, knowing that we had been there? What, like literally every five seconds. Sean, for, oh, I didn't ask you. Did you watch the American Music Awards at all? No. I forgot that they were even on, but then I something happened that day, and I was like, oh, th- these are today? I thought I had missed something. Mm. Um, they weren't very good, but... Did he perform? Really he performed that song with the Beeb. Oh, monster! Um, mm-hmm. And then he also sang his new song, which the more I hear, and it's in like fifteen commercials, I'm like, okay, this song is good. Okay, well, I don't like any of his new music. The song with Justin Bieber is terrible. Yeah, it's like the most. I'm sorry, but if you have Justin Bieber and Shawn Mendes, who are arguably the two biggest like real pop stars, yeah. male pop stars that I can think of. Mm-hmm. Um, like it should be at a, like the song. Right. And it just is like, <laughs> I agree. Um, the wonder song, like it's not something I want to hear every day, but if it comes on in the radio, I'm like, okay, this is fun once. Mm. Nah. I have not gone back to listen to either of those. Yeah. And I'm like his number one fan. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) What were you saying? And I I, have what? His number one fan. Yeah, exactly. So if you're not into it, who is? Exactly. But this movie I was into. Oh, yeah. It was so good. And that's why I was asking you at the beginning of this, before we started, if you watched the other thing, because they also released a concert of his in full from that huge stadium that's in Toronto. No, I didn't even know it existed. Yeah. You don't really need to watch it because it's basically, I mean, it's literally just the concert, but it was fun. I don't think I will, (laughs) but I mean, I do like Sean Mendes. Yeah. I mean, I love him. My large question for you about the documentary is which documentary is a big word. It's a it's a documentary. <laughs> um, it, in my mind, I guess people don't put stuff on MTV anymore. It reminded me of something that ten years ago would have aired on MTV. Yeah, like that Nicki Minaj movie. Exactly. You know she's getting exactly. an HBO series. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah, docu series. It basically was like an episode of a TV. You know what I mean? It was like an hour long special. Exactly. Yeah. My question for you is the part at the beginning where he's in the shower. All right. Is someone standing three feet away from him and he's naked? Okay, Patrick and I were asking the same exact thing. I said there's no way he's standing there full-blown buck naked. There's no way. Of course not. No, he's wearing, like, swimming trunks. But then what? We're watching him be filmed taking a fake shower for a documentary? Yes, of course. Of course. Worst things have happened. 
Of course. And I mean, like, nobody's complaining. Everybody wants to see his body. So, I mean, like, it's a win-win. I get that. And he obviously shows his body in a way that he can say he's not doing it as, like, a thirst trap. It's, like, in quotes, artistic. <laughs> but, like, I mean, I just thought, are you nude? Well, that, that the whole purpose of him starting out this movie with him in the shower is to get people talking about it. So it worked. Of course, they need that image for the commercial. I watched it. <laughs> I mean, it's, he's not stupid. I felt bad for him when he was on vocal rest. But I was like, you, you really cannot talk? <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, believe me. I, that's when I paused the first time. When <laughs> it started talking in the robot voice and he was like, I can't speak. I was like, I need to like get a Diet Coke and take a lap before I come back to this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I told Patrick. I said, oh, he's uh, Stephen Hawking. Here we go. <laughs> and wasn't it a woman's voice? Yeah, it was the Siri voice. Yeah, I was like, you can't find a different voice. Uh, Sean, yeah, come that, on. that was bad. Um, okay, also I wanted to ask you, what did you think about the Grammy nominations? To be honest, I didn't pay attention to them yeah. as much. Um, but I, I love all that uh, controversy with The Weeknd, so I thought that was funny. Very interesting. First of all, we learned once again, Beyonce literally can do nothing and she will be nominated 15 times. Okay, but she didn't do nothing. She had a whole album. You're right. You're, right. You're just upset I'm, that Kelly wasn't nominated. Oh, no, I'm not upset Kelly wasn't nominated. <laughs> she didn't have an album. I know, but I, but I, I see what you're saying. I understand what you're she, saying about Beyonce. I, I get it. Just, it. <laughs> She was nominated for the Savage remix for like song record of the year. Well, Nicki Minaj did that remix of Say So or whatever. That wasn't nominated as the remix. It was just nominated as the normal. You know what I mean? I just always feel like if she's on it, it's getting nominated somewhere. Well, I I mean, I do see how it could be something about ratings. You know what I mean? And especially of all of these artists that have said that it's skewed towards specific people based on what they do. Come on. I mean, we can't now say otherwise. Yeah, definitely. Because the whole thing with I, the weekend was because apparently he did sign on to the Super Bowl, right? Right. And that he wasn't going to do any performances on the Grammys. Right. So they didn't want to nominate him. Which is insane. Right. I don't even care for him, but like he is inescapable. I mean, that's blinded by the lights or whatever. That was humongous. Yeah. And he's been on every single award show the entire year. Yeah. As like the star performer. Yeah. So that is a little bizarre. Yeah. Also, did you see Justin Bieber saying that he was not a pop artist? He's an R&B singer. Yeah. Okay. Justin Bieber, first of all, your record label is who submits you for the Grammys. Right. I like people are literally dying and you're posting about how you should have been put in pop. Not, I mean, army, not pop. Some people weren't even nominated. Right. And he's like, I'm not, I'm not grateful. Well, that is literally what you're doing. Yeah. That's, you're complaining about being nominated for Grammys. That's stupid. Baby girl, come on. <laughs> I love him, don't get me wrong, but like, come on, Justin. Yeah, that's not a good look. Also, I'm surprised you, are you thrilled about, uh, what's that little DJ boy that you like? What DJ boy? He does all the stuff with his voice. Jacob Collier or whatever. Oh, yeah. 
<laughs> he is not a DJ. He is not a DJ. Well, you know what I mean. Engineer. I don't know. <laughs> he got nominated for album of the year. Is that I double checked it because I thought I was incorrect. That's huge because, you know, all of the Grammys that he's generally won are for like arrangements because he's done like co- all the Grammys he's won are for like covers of songs. Yeah. Or like short form. Yes. Something. Right. So that's huge. Yes. Good for him. I know. And Yebba was nominated. No. For Distance. Are you kidding? Which was the song of the year in my book. Under what category? I don't remember. <gasps> oh, I hope she wins. Maybe that'll push her to drop her album. Yebba, the <laughs> artist. that If you're not listening to Yebba, she's only released four songs, so you can listen to her whole career in 20 minutes. <laughs> Best choice you've ever made. Yeah, and she's been talking about dropping an album for like four or five years now. Yes. That's pathetic. Um, I feel like a lot of stuff is coming out soon. Like what? Well, like, I want to watch the Saved by the Bell thing. I know you won't watch that. No, thanks. Uh, I did realize I'm going to have to pay for Peacock to watch it. <gasps> Uh-oh. But I'll pay for one month and then cancel. Because <laughs> they don't have anything else I'm wanting to watch. What if something else comes out? Then I'll pay for it again. I'd rather just pay $7.99 one time than be paying for it every month to just sit. That's fair. I don't even click into that app, I feel like. I do. We do all the time. What do you watch on it? We don't watch anything. I just go into the apps all the time to see what's been added, what's going away, and that's it. Just make sure we're still signed in. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, and, of course, you know, I said I feel like a lot of stuff's coming out. I can't think of a single thing. That David Fincher movie comes out. When is that coming out? I think December 4th. That's soon. Yeah, Mank is what it's called. What is it streaming on? Netflix. Oh, good. Um, it's about, I think, Citizen Kane, like the making of Citizen Kane. Yes, okay, I did see the trailer for that. With Gary Oldman, it's in black and white. Oof. <laughs> and anyway. Amanda Seyfried's in it. I, that alone makes me want to watch it. I'm not kidding. <laughs> you know I root for her. <laughs> yeah, of course. You remember that moment in time when she was in like a movie every three months? Yeah. I liked all of those movies. Yeah. Letters to Juliet. That was a good movie. Wasn't she in The Art of Racing in the Rain? That was good. Yes, she was his girlfriend. Yeah. Or wife. I forgot that movie existed, but I did see it on Black Friday on the list. Okay, wait. Did you watch the uh, Kristen Stewart movie on Hulu? I didn't watch it yet because I wasn't in the right place to watch it, but I'm going to watch it. We watched it. Did you love it? We did. Okay, great. We'll talk about it next time. And did you watch The Queen's Gambit yet? I don't think I'm going to. Ever? Okay, you're going to be mad at me because you don't like when I say no. Well, that just doesn't make sense because everybody is talking about it. It will 100% be nominated for things. It doesn't make sense. Okay, hear me out. Uh, No, I don't want to. Okay, I'm, I will watch it. I just need to be – just this past two week or so has not been the right time. I need to be where I can sit and focus. But The Bachelorette has been the right time. The Bachelorette I look up at every 15 minutes from my phone. Oh. That's not how I want to watch a real show. doesn't seem like it. <gasps> I watched The Crown. So? So I'm saying that it's like I I can only do one real show at a time. That is not an excuse because you watch 500 fake shows at one time. 
exactly because again i'm not paying attention i'm watching them like while i'm also you know going to the bathroom playing on my computer like getting ready for my game yes but i mean i'm saying that if you're watching 500 fake shows those that amount of time and energy is consuming the same amount of brain waves in your head if not more than what sitting down for six episodes is going to do you're right because you're watching what? The Bachelorette, Big Brother, Survivor. Uh... Big Brother's not on. Survivor's not on. I'll tell you everything I watch. Are you ready? Here we go. I don't need to. The Bachelorette, Holiday Baking Show, Holiday Wars. I've started Candyland. I'm not doing that. Too dumb. Real Housewives. The, all the Housewives. So Orange County, Salt Lake City, and Potomac. Exactly. That's it. That's a lot of shows, though. Uh, yes. It, yes. Plus all the other stuff we just talked about. <laughs> I'm a clown. Yeah, I mean, I guess you got to make your... Have you doing? Uh, no, but we're going to... Okay. Since the finale is tonight, so we're going to... I told you that we were going to watch all the shows that are airing on HBO once they're done. You're right. You did tell me that. <laughs> Wait, I meant to ask one thing. Did you watch Euphoria or no? No. Are you going to go back and watch it? No. Okay. You remember Patrick is obsessed with it. I remember that. I'm not interested. I understand. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, my Christmas cards are arriving, so you should be getting yours soon. Okay, wait. When did you send them out? Well, I, okay, I ordered them through a company this year, so I didn't have to write them. Praise God almighty. That's nice. Did you spend like five hundred dollars? Say that again. Did you spend five hundred dollars? I did not. I used. I. It was fifty percent off, <gasps> and they had a first time customer coupon. <gasps> and once I saw how much it was going to be, I started deleting people. No <laughs> joke. So, um, I got it to a very comfortable amount, which is still about fifty more than I should be sending. Okay. Um, but here's, and I think I told you this, but I'll repeat it. This I didn't feel like was the right year to cut people. Next year. I'm going to be, I mean it, I'm putting my hand like on a Bible and figuratively, I am going to cut some people that I really don't talk to that much anymore. Yeah, you should. But this year I was just like, it's 2020. The year's been terrible. I don't think this is the right year to be like, I'm cutting you for my Christmas card list. No, it, it should be. This is the year you should do that. Yeah, you're right. I mean, we have, this is year we're, we're having, we have like 30 cards we're sending out or 40. That's the most ever. I was proud of you. Yeah. That's so, exciting. I know, but so you were able, obviously, since you ordered it online, to like track when they're all getting there, or what? Well, the only reason I was able to track it is because they send you like, I think ten uh, extra ones in case you forget somebody. Oh. So I could see when those were coming to me, but then like two people have gotten them and texted me. Got it. Yeah, I think we're gonna drop ours in the mail probably tomorrow, and then they'll arrive probably this week or next. I can't wait. I hope they all get there okay. It's Christmas. <laughs> I love it. I've listened to so much Christmas music. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I believe it. <laughs> More than I probably ever have. I just leave it on all day. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. All right, Adrian. Anything else you want to put out into the universe? That's it for today. Okay. Have a good week, everybody. Stay safe. Stay inside. Keep in contact with people so you don't lose your mind being isolated. And wash your hands. And wash your hands and try to stay home as much as physically possible. 
Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Let's Chat with Curry Terrell, the podcast. If you like what you heard, and we know you did, then hit the subscribe button. Want more? Watch our videos at youtube.com slash C slash Curry Terrell. Follow us on Instagram at at Curry Terrell and at Adrian McMill. Follow us on Twitter at at Curry Terrell and at Yo Adrian McMill. And like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Let's Chat with Curry. Have a question for us? Email us at Let's Chat with Curry at gmail.com. See you next week. Bye, y'all.